Shalom, Body Messiah. Mark Puller here with Yahweh Yeshua Assembly in Fort Myers, Florida, bringing you another teaching from Yahweh's laws and commandments. So today, we want to thank you for tuning into our channel. We want to thank you for all your support, and you truly are making a difference in us reaching others and being a blessing to others as Yahweh leads us. So I want to thank you and I want to give praise to Yahweh for you and I want to declare Yah blessing upon you by the power of His name. So today I want to talk to you about the commandment from Yahweh concerning walking in love. Now, we need to ask ourselves, do we focus on the commandment to walk in love towards others as much as we focus on the commandment of the Sabbath or do we focus on the commandment of treating our brethren or loving our neighbors as ourselves? Do we focus on that as much as we focus on uh, teaching others about pagan holidays, pagan names, so on and so forth. And so it is my observation from the many Torah groups and people that we know, I've never seen um, much focus on Yahweh's commandment to love others or Yahshua's commandment to love the brethren. And so we get bombarded with words concerning and teachings concerning Yahweh's Sabbath, which is good, and about having no other deities before Him. That is good. We get bombarded with things on the feast days, and that is good. We get bombarded, especially on things concerning Yahweh's name and Yeshua's name and pagan titles and things that represent names that are not really names or titles, like G-O-D and J-C and L-O-R-D, we, we see an abundance of teaching on these subjects from the Torah community. But we do not see an equal balance and abundance of teaching concerning the commandments that are just as important as the Sabbath and His name and the feast days 
the commandment to walk in love. And because of this, or at least in part because of this, I remember reading a person left Torah groups because they said there was no love there. There was no edification there. There were just criticizing, mean-spirited, fault-finding, and that, to me, describes a Pharisee spirit because that's the way the Pharisees were. And so this person bailed on this group. Hopefully she didn't bail on the Torah and Yahweh, but she at least bailed on this group because she couldn't stand it anymore. And so we need to have a equal balance of things that we share and teach. Now, something that's real important. In Ephesians 4, Paul said concerning Yeshua that he gave grace, and to some he gave apostles, prophets, pastors, evangelists, and teachers for the perfecting of the saints and for the edifying of the body of Messiah. Now ask yourself this question. Why didn't he say that the brethren, brothers and sisters, were, were sent to perfect the body, to edify the body, to mature the body? That's a good question. The answer is, now just look in a natural family. When you have brothers and sisters, what are they always doing? Arguing. One thinks he or she is right, the other thinks she is right. And there's always strife, there's always division. And that is because they are brothers and sisters and that's part in the flesh what brothers and sisters do. And they do it until a parent steps in, a fathering type, and tells them to quit. It's the parent whose assignment from Yahweh is to perfect their children. And in the same way, it's the apostles, prophets, pastors, evangelists, and teachers' assignment to perfect the body of Messiah. And see, we see way too often that brothers and sisters are trying to perfect the body of Messiah. And by doing so, they're harsh, they're critical, they're fault-finding, they're always pointing out error, and see, that's not walking in love. Read 1 Corinthians 13. It says, love believes all things, hopes all things. Even look at the Messiah's life. 
and where to walk as Messiah walked. And the Messiah knew Judas was going to betray him, but he never pointed it out. He never exposed it. He never tried to correct it. Same way he knew the other 11 were going to flee. And yes, one time he told them they were going to flee. And Peter said, no way, I would never. <clears throat> but then Peter and the rest of them did do what Yahshua said they would do, and they fleed. Now, Yahshua, knowing all this, could have harped on it, could have exposed their weakness, could have exposed their error, but he didn't. Why? Because he walked in love. Because he walked in love. And there are many people, especially on Facebook, that you teach something, you share something from the Scripture, and they try to correct you. They try to point out something wrong in your teaching, or they comment on something that has nothing to do with the word that was, that was shared. And there's two reasons, I believe, for this. One is a Pharisee spirit. The other is they don't know how to walk in love. And they think that, you know, the way they see things is the truth and everybody else is, is wrong or in error. And that is not a love mentality. And so we need to look at ourselves, examine ourselves, are we walking in love and are we ministering and are we sharing the commandment of love as much as the commandment of the Sabbath and his name and the feast days and other things? And we need to leave the perfecting of the saints and the edification of the body, the growth that needs to take place into the body, to those that Yahweh has sent as apostles, prophets, pastors, evangelists, and teachers. Now, one of the negative things that I'm just astounded at, many people in Torah... They're lone rangers. They don't have any relationship or come under any ministry of someone that is an apostle, prophet, pastor, evangelist, and teacher. They don't receive them or accept them. Many of them don't even know about the fivefold ministry, and many of them don't even yield or seek Yahweh that he would send apostles, prophets, pastors, evangelists, and teachers into their life to help perfect the things that they are lacking in. And now, in our day and age, this can be done over, over YouTube and, and through, you know, reading teachings online, buying books, so on and so forth. One thing I learned years ago, we, we went to this ministry for a period of time. 
And I shared um, a teaching tape with another brother. And he said, you know, the anointing that was in that pastor is in you. And I discovered that when you submit yourself under an apostle, prophet, pastor, evangelist, and teacher, and you receive from them, and especially when you sow prayers, financial support, you know, and any other way that you can give unto that ministry, then somehow Yahweh deposits part of the anointing that was in that apostle, prophet, pastor, evangelist, or teacher into your life, especially if you have a fivefold calling as well. And so we need to leave any correction that needs to take place, any perfection that needs to take place, up to the quote-unquote parents in the body, the apostles, prophets, pastors, evangelists, and teachers, for they're equipped to deal with things without it causing strife and division and all this, that, and the other. Now, that's exactly what happens in a brother and sister relationship in a family. There's usually a division, discord, strife, hurt feelings, anger, that rises up and they, they, they'll say things, well, you're not my father or you're not my mother, so I'm not listening to you. That's all things that teenagers and children do to their brothers and sisters. But they wouldn't dare think of it doing it to their parents. Otherwise, they will suffer the consequences, the discipline that only a apostle, prophet, pastor, evangelist, and teacher, or a natural parent, a mother or father, can give their children. So that's just something to consider and think about. And maybe in the future we'll talk and I'll minister more on that subject. But I believe it was important to share that in line of what we're saying. So let's look in, in a few verses. In Mark 12, <clears throat> it says, Yeshua answered them, because the Pharisees asked him, what, were the great, what are the most important commandments? And Yeshua answered him and said, First of all, first of all the commandments, the, the first of all commandments is this, Hear, O Israel. Yahweh is our Elohim. Notice Yahshua did not say, <clears throat> Yahweh and myself are your Elohim. And he said, Yahweh is one. There's only one Elohim, and we have to have that as our foundation in the Hebraic faith in order to move forward. And then he says, you shall love Yahweh, thy Elohim, with all your heart and with all your soul, and with all your mind, and with all your strength, this is 
the first commandment. And the second commandment is this. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. See, we don't hear much teaching in Torah about this. We don't hear as great of emphasis on this as we do on the Sabbath and on his name and on pagan feast days, so on and so forth. And Yeshua then said, there is no other commandment greater than these. There is no other greater commandment than these. Now, <clears throat> let's look at a few other verses. Here's one that Paul said to Timothy in 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 5. Now, the end of the commandment is love out of a pure heart. So, we need to learn how to walk in love towards others out of a pure heart. Now, granted, there are some people that are very difficult to love because they're so critical. They're so mean-spirited. They lack the skills to be able to edify and encourage and strengthen the body. And they're always fault-finding. They're always looking for something that is wrong in what you believe or what you say or what you think or what you do or how you do it. <clears throat> and this is not the love walk of Yeshua. This is more the walk of a Pharisee. And so he said that we need to walk in love out of a pure heart. Out of a pure heart. And just like when you first came to Torah, it may have been challenging to keep the Sabbath. Or it may have been challenging to retrain yourself no longer to use uh, pagan titles for the Creator and His Son. But you, you, step, you stuck with it. You stuck with it. You walked by faith. You received it. You accepted it. You turned away from things uh, concerning what you were learning in Torah. And you began to do it. And you found out that you, you truly can do all things through Messiah Yeshua who strengthens you. He will give you the strength to not only obey keeping the Sabbath, not using his name in vain, but he will give you the strength and the empowerment to treat others with the same love that Yeshua treats us with. Does Yeshua criticize us? No. Does Yeshua point out every fault we have? No. Does Yeshua, is he mean-spirited with us? No. Even when he corrects us, there is grace and mercy. All right. 
Look at this one, John 15. Yeshua says, This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. So we need to focus on that. Are we loving one another as Yeshua loves us? Or are we always looking to correct people? See, parents, apostles, prophets, pastors, evangelists, and teachers, as well as parents, you know, moms and dads, they're not always looking to correct every little bitty thing you do and say. If they are, it's difficult to be under that. It's it's heavy to be under that because you feel like everything you do is being judged. Everything you say is being judged and cri critiqued and criticized. And that's the way many in the Torah community are. And sometimes it's like you just don't even want to communicate what Yahweh is showing you and calling you to teach the body because you have to deal with Torah people that are like this. <clears throat> and many, after a while, they just, you know, stop listening or stop following you, which, you know, that's up to them. But nonetheless, we need to grow in this. We need to grow and be, get perfected, matured, in the love walk of the Messiah, that we walk in love towards our neighbor and towards those in the body of Messiah. And Yeshua said, this is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. And John 15, 17 says, these things I command you, these are just as much of a commandment as the Sabbath, or His name, or the feast day, or to come out from paganism, that you love one another. Now, like I said, that is sometimes harder to do, and it really takes the power of Yahweh's Spirit to do that. Yahweh commanded us in the Ten Commandments that we treat or love our neighbor as ourself. Now, many of us in Torah who are focused on keeping Yahweh's commandments we need to be just as focused on these commandments to walk in love, to treat our fellow man and our neighbor with the same love that Messiah had. Now, there are certain people 
that I have met over the years that you can just see the love of Yahshua oozing out of them. It's coming out of them. Everything they say, everything they do is motivated by the love of Yahweh. And you can just feel that they love you. I remember the first uh, ministry we pastored. When people came from other ministries, the first thing they said that they experienced under our ministry was Yahweh's love. That they were accepted. That they were accepted. And so I want to encourage you. Don't try to be correcting everything everybody says or does or doesn't do that you may understand that's not 100% accurate. Don't be, don't be thinking that it's your position or your job to critique them, criticize them, or point out their error. Just be loving to them, support them, encourage them, and most of all, pray for them. Pray for them. Not with the attitude that you know it all and they just don't know it, but pray for them as the Messiah would pray for them. Stand in the gap, and many times, this is where praying in the Spirit comes into play because you don't know how to pray, but your spirit, when you pray in tongues, the Bible says your spirit prays. Your understanding is unfruitful. Now, in a public setting, that's not beneficial, but in a private setting between you and Yahweh, praying in other tongues or praying in the spirit for other people is so beneficial because you might not know what to pray, how to pray. You don't know how to communicate what you're seeing in the spirit, areas that they need to grow in. And that's where you need to take some time to just pray in the spirit for that individual. Or when you see people, families, husbands, wives, children, or even you see people in the body of Messiah <clears throat> that have an argument, disagreement, you know, don't put it on Facebook, first of all, but spend time praying for that individual. Now, one of the greatest things of maturity that we can learn is out of what the Apostle James um, said. Let's turn to James chapter 1, and I will hopefully end there. Oh, shut up. I hate this when my phone does this when I'm going to it. advertisements. Um, James chapter 1, or is it chapter 2? 
let me look. Bear with me, please. Well, I thought it was in James chapter 1 or 2. But what the scripture actually talks about is, maybe it's chapter 3, because that's where it talks about bridling your tongue. Um, bear with me, please. He, what, what the scripture really talks about is to be slow to speak. Let's Google it. James 1.19. It says, Know this, my brothers. Let every person be quick to hear and slow to speak. And see, many I have seen in the body, they're quick to speak. They're quick to speak. They don't even absorb the word you are trying to communicate through that teaching. But they're quick to speak according to their understanding and according to their knowledge instead of looking at, examining, researching, and then after maybe two, three, four days taking time to pray about it, they then respond. No, they don't. There, that, that's exactly what a quote-unquote a brother or sister would do. A parent or an apostle, prophet, pastor, evangelist, and teacher, he is usually mature enough to be slow to speak and quick to listen, slow to anger, for the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of Yahweh. So, we need to be perfected, mature. We need to grow in being more of a listener than a speaker. We need to learn to bridle our tongue. And to be blunt, sometimes we just need to keep our mouth quiet. We need not say anything. We need not respond in any way, shape, fashion, or form. We just need maybe sometimes to absorb what was said and let it settle in your spirit. And if you don't see it, you don't agree with it, put it on the shelf. Put it on the shelf and wait until Yahweh reveals it to you, if he reveals it to you. And see, this teaching is my endeavor by the quickening of Yahweh's Spirit to help all of us, including myself, to grow and to be perfected 
more so in the walking in love and being equally focused on the love of Yahweh as well as keeping the Sabbath, the feast days, His name, so on and so forth. And I pray that you receive it. I pray it just... Sometimes we turn loose of a truth because we haven't seen it, read it, studied it, heard any. We just let it slip. And I pray that we all would be brought into a proper balance concerning Yahweh's love commandments and the other commandments that He gives. And that any attitudes that we have that we think, and maybe we don't consciously think it, but we're doing it, we're always trying to correct people or critique people or point out their faults, that all that would stop. That's not our job as brothers and sisters in Messiah. It's the apostles, prophets, pastors, evangelists, and teachers that individual comes under. Now, if they don't have anyone like that in their life, then they need to seek for it. And that could be a problem in their spiritual maturity. We all need to have apostles, prophets, pastors, evangelists, and teachers that can help perfect our spiritual growth. That can see things in our life that needs to grow. You know, we have a sister in our congregation and, you know, I'll teach on something and the, she'll say, well, why didn't you share that with me? You know, a year ago or two years ago or whenever it was. And it... <clears throat> It was at that moment I saw that area that she was lacking in. And Yahweh has his perfect timing when an individual is willing to receive correction. Now, if we just jump in the flesh and are quick to point out someone's fault, they're not going to receive it. They're not going to accept it because it's like you're beating them over the head with a hammer. And <clears throat> there is a time to share things and there's a time to be silent. We need to learn the art and the anointing of silence. <clears throat> and we need to learn to bridle our tongue until we have a thus saith Yahweh. And many times we don't know when a thus saith Yahweh is. It just comes out. It just comes out in a teaching or in a conversation or in some way, shape, fashion, or form. So, we need to leave the perfecting and the correction 
and the maturity of the saints to those that Yahweh has sent and equipped as a pa apostles, pa apostles, prophets, pastors, evangelists, and teachers to the body. We need to leave those things up. We, we as when we're functioning, like for myself, you know, there's an apostolic anointing upon my life. There's a prophetic anointing. There's obviously a pastoral teaching anointing. Not so much the evangelistic anointing. There's an intercessory anointing, um, and so on. But I don't function in them 24-7. I function in them as the anointing comes. And there are times <clears throat> that I'm just a brother <clears throat> to the body of Messiah. But then there's times that I am functioning through, and this is the same true for others that are in the fivefold, that they are functioning at times through the office of the apostle, prophet, pastor, or teacher, or at least through the anointing. And we need to learn to recognize when it's brother time and when it's apostle, prophet, pastor, evangelist, teacher, anointing time. And so we need to grow in all these. So I pray, I don't want to keep going over it, I, I just pray that this has helped you, this will help you at some point in time, this will give you understanding, this will help perfect maybe some things that maybe we as the body are lacking in. And I know a lot of people reject what many Torah people share with them, and one of the main reasons is because they don't operate in the same love that Yeshua operated in. They don't come across as loving. They don't come across as encouraging, helping. They come across more as harsh, mean-spirited, critical, judgmental, so on and so forth. So we need to be perfected in that, all of us. So I pray this was a blessing to you. I pray this helps you. I pay, pray this helps you grow and increase in the knowledge of Yahweh and Yeshua. If you want to connect with us, we have a website, YahwehYeshuaAssembly.com. We, uh, we have a Facebook page, Facebook group, or you can connect with me, Mark Pulley. I also pray that the anointing that I function in, that as you listen and receive the teachings that Yahweh inspires me to share, that that same anointing would come into your life and ministry and flow through you to be a blessing to the body of Messiah. So until next time, be strengthened, walk in love as Yahweh commanded, as Yeshua commanded, be full of joy, be full of peace, and until next time, shalom, shalom.